Welcome to Network Marketing Breakthroughs Podcast with Rob Sperry, where you will hear stories and strategies to help increase sales in your business. Let's level up your network marketing business with your host, Rob Sperry. All right, guys, this is going to be a total plug. So I'm just telling you right now, if you're listening to this podcast, if you like this content, what I recently launched is a program called Run With Rob. So just look in the description below. I always add in the links when I tell you right what they are. But if you go to www.runwithrob.robspray.com, I know that's pretty wordy, huh? You'll see it. This is the opportunity to have daily coaching with me. I used to charge $2,000 a month for coaching and we would do calls and we would we would strategize, but then I got burnt out because it was just too much. So I thought, I miss that interaction with helping people have these breakthroughs and strategizing with their problems, whether it's the invite, it's the follow-up, it's the close, it's lacking recruiting or duplication or mindset or limiting beliefs. I missed that. So what I did is I introduced a brand new program where you have daily voice message access to me. So I give you my cell phone and then I add you on an app or you add me, I send you an email, you add me on an app and then every single day I check that where I can help you to have those breakthroughs in your business. I've got accountability on a weekly basis. I ask you what your goals are on a weekly basis. I give you the most updated strategies. I do monthly Zooms that are only for Run With Rob members with top, top world-renowned trainers. You get some of that law of association with high-level thinkers. So my goal is to help make those next six months your best. So go check it out. Welcome to today's podcast, and we're doing an all-out March Madness with tons and tons of incredible interviews, and the main purpose of this is because I just wanted you all to be able to hear from so many different perspectives, so many different successful individuals in network marketing, because I've just heard so often people saying, ah, I don't know if I have the style, I don't know if the personality, I don't know if I can make it, and I want to remove those excuses, and I know that we all have different communication styles, and so you're going to be able to hear from Katie and her experience and what's worked for her and what hasn't worked for her. So I want to give a quick introduction. She graduated with a nursing degree in 2010, which congratulations. I know how hard that is because my wife actually graduated in nursing. And I remember she was due with our first child. I've never said this on a podcast or live. So this is new information, people. She was going through and doing the all night shifts. You know how those are, right? You're going through schooling. While she was pregnant with our first child, I'm like, I don't even know how, on top of like all the schooling and studying and all of that time, all of that wonderful stuff. It's her first time in network marketing. She's built a team with over a thousand distributors and customers within the first two years. She's a mom of four. I'm a dad of four, so I feel you there. She's actually doing this podcast from her car, even though you can't see her. We joked around about how our cars can be our offices many times. So you may hear little ones in my background because I'm actually in my office. She matched her corporate income within her first two years in the business, still working a full-time job, which I think is absolutely key and critical because how many people say, I just don't have the time. You got a mom of four kids, a corporate job, and she's making it happen and she's in the top 1% of her company. So. Katie 
why don't you just tell us how does a busy mom like you work a job and still find time to do this business? I don't, I mean, for me, I felt like at least as a guy and as me being able to just, I was able to go full time and focus. I could spend half the time overcoming my fears, whatever else thought of me. And the other half the time, like trying to, you know, make new contacts and make my business happen. How did you do it? Oh my gosh. Um, so yeah, I was a skeptical about this business when I first started. Like you said, um, I love that your wife was doing it when she, uh, doing nursing school, when she was pregnant. I remember going to clinicals and throwing up. I had to wear Zofran pump because I was so sick. Um, so hats off to your wife for doing that. I just had to say that first and foremost, but um, it's just core habits. Um, like I said, I was so skeptical and I didn't want to be that person that I spent so much money on going to school for nursing. And to have this opportunity presented to me, it just, it wasn't me. And I always thought, you know, it's so spammy. I don't like the way they're built. But then I started looking at the whole aspect of it and I, I was intrigued. I was intrigued by the individuals that were doing it. I was intrigued how they were building. And I was like, if they can do this, then, then why can't I? And it, it all cored around like just key habits. Um, when I just woke up in the morning, I had success uh, in my mind. So there was core habits that I had to do every single morning and just to blocking off time, um, whether it be for my kids' events, um, whether it be for sports, um, piano lessons, my corporate job. I just, I had key times of where and when I wanted to work my business. And other than that, I just focused it all on my kids, if that makes sense. Yeah, hundred percent. So I think about it right now and I, I'm taking notes as I always do. You don't want to be spammy. I mean, you and I are, are similar in that sense. I think most people are like, you see what people that are doing it the wrong way and how they're doing it. You're like, I do not want to be one of those crazy, crazy, crazy people where people are like, your friends are like, Hey, you know, to me, they'd be like, Hey dude, like call me when you're normal again in six months to you. They may say like, Hey girl, like reach out to me when you're normal again in six months. They may not say it out loud, but they're thinking that. And then they're reaching out to their friends and that's when all the fear of judgment comes in. That's why I said I spent half the time <laughs> trying to overcome a lot of those fears. But a couple other things I wrote down is, is I love how you just woke up in the morning and just pretty much declared success. And you said the word core habits several times. And then you talked about belief. So first we're going to start with belief. And, and, and that's just so key and critical. And you said, if, if someone else can do it, I can do it. But then you talked about time blocking and core habits. So now I know the listeners are curious because they want to know, okay, what are some of those core habits you made sure that you had to be able to set yourself up for success? Absolutely. So when I wake up in the morning, the very first thing I have a routine, I always make sure that I wake up at least two hours before my kids. Um, your time is valuable and you're never going to get that back. And that's your quiet time. That's a time when you can think because Rob, you being a dad of four, me being a mom of four, you don't have time to think when your kids are around you or when you're at your job. So the very first thing I do is I juice every single morning. Um, it just, it helps with the toxins and I exercise rather. It's just a quick five, 10 minute exercise. It just releases the toxins and gets me to be able to focus, um, on the stuff that I have planned out for the day. Um, another thing that I, I do every morning is I have time blocks, you know, from, 
since I still work in the corporate world from 11 to one, I focus that on reaching out to people, rather be messenger or setting up meetings. Um, and that's during my lunch break. On my 15 minute break, because we had two 15 minute breaks, I'm messaging people. I'm setting up meetings. Um, I'm reaching out to my distributors. I'm reaching out to my customers. And then during the time when I'm at home, you know, family time is key important to me. Um, I love having family meals with my kids. Uh, that's just one thing that is non-negotiable to me. Six o'clock every night, we always have family dinner time. And then after I put them to bed at 7.30, 8 o'clock, I, I dive right back in. Um, that's mom time. That's I go to my office. I go to my room. I close my door. I block everything out. I read. I do gratitude every single night. And then I plan my next day in the same way. I just had someone reach out to me yesterday. I do, I have fun. I get to do these personal coaching sessions where it's, it's voice message access. And one of the clients I'm reaching out to, I know she's listening to it right now. I won't mention her name in case she doesn't want me to, but she said she found one of my old trainings that I did on the power of focus. And it was because I think it was Warren Buffett and I think it was Steve Jobs were asked separately. It may have been Bill Gates, but they were asked separately on what does it take to be successful? And they both mentioned that it takes focus in their own way separately. And so for me, one of my big themes of 2019 is actually this sounds or 2020 now, it was 2019, it started a little bit, was to say no more and figure out what are my core things to focus on. And then the time blocking, I've tried to get so obsessive that I even teach individuals, even the people that I do, the run with Rob, the personal coaching sessions, of time blocking the point of 15 minutes. If you need to take a power nap and you know you need to schedule it in or your lunch, how long is your lunch? What are you doing during your lunch? When do you finish your lunch? Like if you aren't planning it, it's not ever going to happen. And too many people are not used to being entrepreneurs, right? So they get in. And I see a lot of them actually have too much time where it's detrimental, where they don't get anything done. So I love, I love that time blocking and the fact that you were able to focus. Now, for a lot of people that understand this concept but struggle with it, how do you eliminate distractions to actually be more effective with your time blocking? Because a lot of people, as you know, they think that multitasking is the way and their multitasking ends up being where they're just like to this and then to that and then to this and then to that and they're on to the next thing and the next thing and it's they don't get anything done so what have you found either teaching your teams or yourself to help those that struggle with time blocking to be able to have better time blocking skills and, and start with that my first and foremost thing is i tell my team um that you have to do self-development. You have to work on your brain. You have to get that subconscious mind to believing the things that you want it to believe and do. Um, I know you probably know about the subconscious and the non-subconscious the non brain, but if you start believing it and then you can achieve it. One of the big things that I do is I'm always big about having a schedule. Um, rather it be when I wake up in the morning and I just, I write down a list and I carry this list with me and I have my goals written on this list. And every single day I make a new list and this list comes with me, whether it's on the dashboard of my car or it's on my desk at work or it's on my nightstand at home. So everywhere I go, my list is with me. 
And if I ever find myself getting on track, it's going to be right there in front of me telling me, you know, Katie, you have these things that you have to do. And it just goes back to working on yourself and your mind and that self-development and training yourself to be 100% coachable to yourself. Um, because if you can't work on yourself and if you don't get that self-discipline, you're, you're not going to be able to teach other people to do it. Um, so that's just one thing that I knew from the beginning with being a mom that I had to have a schedule and that schedule had to be with me. Another thing that you could do, which I got this from an amazing mentor of mine, his name is Everett. He used to want to contact, you know, 10 people a day about the business. And one thing that I found that helped me, he would always carry coins in his left pocket. And every time that he would make a contact, he would sit there and move it over to his right pocket. And his goal at the end of the day is to reach out to those 10 people. And he knew that he wasn't on track if he still had those coins in his left pocket. So it's just another tactic that um, I was taught and that I teach my team as well too. But it's just you have to be self-disciplined and you have to write down things that you want to do in order in the way that you want to achieve them. So if my, you know, it's just a, a one through 10 of what you want to do with your top priority and a non-negotiable at top and then working your way down from that list. So you don't know this, I don't think, but I do almost the exact same thing. So I'm going to show you real quick because no one else can see it, but you can. With the coins? We're on video. No, not with the coins. I love that idea. I do have coins though that I would do with my teams and stuff. I love the visual of swapping, but so here's my to-do list on my, it's my right side. So now it's my left when I switch it. So what I do is I list a lot of times in my phone, everything that I need to get done. And then I update the list and then I go and write it down on a piece of paper. And then I go and I prioritize the piece of paper, just like you said, and I'll do it the night before. And then the morning of, I'll relook at that. And then I always have to write down a new one every day. So it's just like you, like you're articulating. So it's visual for me so that I have a system. And so I, I love what you just said, because that's exactly what, what I do as I just showed you. And it, it makes such a huge difference because for me, I'm a checklist person. Now, some of you are checklist people. That's okay, you but have, I feel like... You have I, kids. You have to have checklists. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like I want to get that checklist done. I hate seeing it there. I'm like, get it done, get it done, get it done. And so that's why I had to prioritize it for all of you. And then don't move on. As Katie said, don't move on to the next thing until you finish the first thing. And I know that's hard. Trust me. I, I fought through this today. I got so much done today. Today was one of those days where I just flew through, through so much. And as I'm flying through things, like I saw these other things, I just wanted to jump to it because I feel like I'm getting more done, but I'm not. I'm like, nope, 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 nope. I'm not moving on until this. And then I'll time block and just be crazy obsessive with every little thing that I can do to make things happen. And so all of you, you're going to hear so many different leaders talk about their time and their time management because time is the most valuable thing you and I have on this earth. It's the most precious thing we have. We can't create more of it. We never know when our last day, last minute, last hour is. And so we have to utilize it the best way we possibly can. And when you have big goals like Katie has, where she wants to be successful in marriage, successful with her kids, successful in her business, I'm exactly the same. It's like, geez, like where's the time? And so that's where you've got to really identify. And, and some of you that have listened to my podcast have heard me do this training. 
I like to, I don't know if you've ever done this, Katie, but this is fun. Have your teams list. I do this in my masterminds and we go more in depth in an hour. Have your teams list on the left-hand side, all of their likes. So it could be, I like watching TV. I like um, whatever, fill in the blanks. Then on the right-hand side, you list all your loves. So I love being with my family. I love doing humanitarian trips. I love serving. I love, you know, crushing it in my business. I love traveling. And what people need to, sometimes it makes it really clear for them is they need to invest more into their loves because too many people are so addicted to their likes. They never obtain their loves and they're stuck on their likes and they're like, they're thinking in their, in their minds, we'll go to the word like, they're thinking, I don't know what's wrong. I don't understand why I'm not achieving this. You've got to give up something old to gain something new. And so you set that tone with having the discipline because you had the vision on, you knew what you loved and what you clearly wanted. And if it didn't fall within those, you know, three or four priorities, you didn't spend very much time in those. And what's crazy is now every day can be an anniversary for you. Every day can be a birthday. Every day can be a vacation if you want because you invested so much in your loves. Now you actually have more time for your likes if you wanted to, which you probably spend most of your time still with your love. So I don't, I don't know any thoughts on, on any of that. That was just kind of some random thoughts that came to my mind as you were speaking. No, I, I love um, you digging into that. And, you know, one thing that I thought that I would never be able to give up is my TVs. Like I love my series. I, there's probably like three series that I walked, watched religiously. And within, I think it was within the last seven months, I was like, I really want to dive into my business harder. And I was like, and I need to get more time freed up. And what was I doing? Like I was going over to my like side and I was like, I like, you know, watching my soap opera that I've watched since I was seven. You got, you got to tell us what these shows are. Everyone wants to know and then keep going. And then keep, that's my squirrel moment. And then keep going. (laughs) It's right. I have squirrel moments all the time. So I love watching Days of Our Lives. My mom got me on Days of Our Lives. They have the same characters they've had for 50 years. Um, that hey, was my, my, my cousin's, I don't know which character, but his name's Adam Gregory. He's like young. He's probably like 31, 32. And he was one of the kids. Um, I don't know. He's like, he's like ridiculously good looking and shredded and He's like the, the cousin in the family, but we're gonna have to go back and figure out what his oh, character was. Oh, oh, I think I know who it, I think it's. Um, he's got dark hair. Um, yes. Yeah, he's pretty. Xander. He's probably like six, six two. He's got like the skinny, like, but you know, strong look. I'm gonna say that's my cousin. So there's a you connection, Xander, right? I said hi. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll tell him, right? Like, tell him I want to meet him. I'm just kidding. There's another scroll moment. Keep going. It's okay. I, it's tell all right. I got scrolls all the time. So, Days of Our Lives was one of them. And I loved watching The Voice. Um, Blake Shelton cracks me up. I love having a sense of humor. I, the Voice was mine. And then um, Walking Dead. I love the show Walking Dead. And it's just going back to your loves and your likes. I love my family. I want to be able to spend more time with them. Yes, I still work in the corporate world because I have stuff that I want to pay off. And I don't want to put my family in any type of jeopardy of me leaving the corporate world too early. Um, But I knew I had to find more time for my business. So I went back to my likes. What stuff that I'm doing that's killing my time where I could be digging more into my family? And it was TV. It's just one thing that I just, it was hard for me to give up. 
but I felt times like I started reading more during those times. I just started creating more core habits, more business building activities, or think PV instead of TV. Um, and I felt my business has shifted dramatically since taking that away. Um, another thing, I stopped watching the news. You guys, the news is so negative. All you need to know is the weather. Download the weather app on your phone. Like, it's just having that negativity inside your brain. Like, you just have to get rid of it and get rid of all the distractions. Like, you're out there watching someone else's reality world when you could be creating your own. And um, it was just a squirrel moment. I just wanted to talk about just getting rid of um, your likes and going over to your loves. It's so key. And most of the time, it's not what we don't know. It's what we know, but we, we say it ain't so, and we hope it ain't so, right? And I know, right. I know. someone said some quotes similar to that. I don't even know who it was. Whoever it is, you can message me, give them credit. But it's, it's the truth. It's, you know that you say you want this business so badly, and you say your why is so big. I'm not trying to make fun of you, but your actions show how much you truly care. Think about that. You have a loved one that's in a house where the, in the analogy I always give, it's graphic and there's a fire. You're going to, your actions are going to be here and go in and save them or at least try. And so you say my why is so big, but then you've made zero new contacts today or this week or this month for some of you. You say your why is so big. If your why is that big, then why are your actions not matching your why? And so sometimes we need to just really, have that wake up call, right? Where we are, okay, let me time block. How many new contacts am I gonna make this week? When am I gonna make them? Who am I gonna make them to? And you start mapping out your business and truly become the architects of your lives and your business rather than the firefighters who are always reactive rather than proactive and your business never happens. So for you, Katie, you've built some big teams. What would you say as far as, because obviously we know Without recruiting, there is no duplication. And then once you recruit, it's really driving that depth. It's creating that duplication through customers and distributors and those business builders. And so what would you say are some of your top tips for really building and driving depth inside one's organization? Absolutely. So there's a couple of key components when it comes to this. Um, the first one, it's going to be squirrel. I'm kind of going off topic is, there are, there's a system. You need to have a duplicatable system with any type of business. And one of the main things that I wholeheartedly believe on this is you have to attend the events like they're non-negotiable. I feel like if somebody's going to buy into a business and they don't do anything with it, then they just chose the wrong pack. Rob, I think I saw this on your page. They chose the wrong pack and they should have signed up as a customer. Um, because it's true. Like when you go to events, you're not going there um, to sit there. I mean, yes, the people are amazing. It's your family away from your other family. And you know, you're the, some of the five people you hang around, but I go because I know that I'm going to hear something and something's going to click with me that I may have not heard at the other event because they weren't the key speakers. And I want to talk about like a year ago, I went to an event out in Anaheim and one of our, um, elite tens was on stage and he just said something that clicked with me and hit home. And that's when I just started running and he sat there and, you know, he was a firefighter and he was working all the time and he sat his family down and he said, you guys, you know, I found this business. I want to go at it. 
I'm going to be gone on Wednesdays. I know that's our time together, but we're not going to have to worry about Wednesdays anymore once I build this. And he painted the vision for his family. He painted the vision for their future, what it means for them, what's a negotiable and what's a non-negotiable. And I just think that's so imperative when you're starting to build this business is you need to set your family down and you need to let them know this is what we're going. This is where we're going. And I want you guys to be a part of it but I need your guys' help too. So they, they don't get upset if you miss an event. They don't get upset if you don't go to their play. You know, my meetings that I set up with people, I work around their, you know, their piano lessons or gymnastics or softball. But when it comes to corporate events, those are non-negotiable because I guarantee you, you will find somebody and somebody will say something that clicks to you. It may not be at the one, you know, next month, but maybe a year from now. And that's why it's so crucial to never miss those events so that was just a squirrel brain but i just i just had to hit on that topic no that's good one of the first things i was taught when i started was never miss an event never come alone never miss an event and never come alone and i took that to heart where it first that's how it started and then it became how many people can i have and i started my brain started creating all these different ways on how to promote the event and how to pre-promote right? And how to create the buzz and bring on guests and talk about the advantages and talk about the potential ROI without giving guarantees of what I had seen on, you know, what other people had done. I mean, I had seen it as long. And again, I know that there's different companies, different compliance. So I'm not making any guarantee, but I've seen that, you know, for every single person that you have, it, I've seen about a thousand dollars in Absolutely. annual income. Now, again, I can't make guarantees. And again, there's different circumstances where maybe, you know, companies are crushing it and it's way more and maybe companies are going through that dip and it's less. But I've seen that as an average. So you say you want to make 100K next year. Bring you got to get 100 people, people at your events, right? Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but digging into relationships and relationship building, um, when you are sitting there and you're building your brand, you're building, everybody's getting to know you, like who is, who's Rob, who's Katie. And when you're getting customers in, you want to treat those customers and you want to treat those distributors like they're your family. Even if they're not building, even if they're out there lollygagging around, going to work, going out, partying, like you want to love on them. If you see that they're out um, on Facebook and you see they just went on a family trip, comment, send them a message. Like you want to love on the people that are, you know, building slow. And then you want to run on with the people that are running. And that's just something that I wholeheartedly believe. I, you know, some, sometimes you're taught to just go through the numbers, just go through their numbers, go through their contacts. And then that person, the numbers that you just got into the business is just sitting there just left. And I try to teach my team to build relationships with everybody that gets into this business like they are your family. Um, we've started here in the last um, four months, I was, uh, we've been doing events. Like I have a lot of team all over, you know, two different countries, all over the U.S. But the people that are here local within Indiana with me, uh, January was our last one. We're going to be doing another one in March. But we get together as a family and it's not just them it's their husband, it's their wife, it's their kids. You know, we just went bowling. I want to get to know my team and their family like they are my own. And because they are, because when I'm away from my family, that's who I'm spending my time with. Like, I want to go boating with you. I want to go play pool with you. Let's, you know, let's hang out. 
and I've had such great success with it that everybody looks forward to those events. And if they ever decide those people that are building slowly um, and you're just loving on them, when they decide to run, they're going to run with you because you were authentic and real with them and you just didn't want to get into their contact list. So my just my main advice and what I teach my team is just build with love, be authentic with everybody because you will create such more following and people will want to work with you than if you just sit there and just try to get in their contact list. People come for different reasons. Most of the time it's for the money or for the product results. The culture. But they stay for the culture, always. Absolutely. And that's, that's your best retention is your culture. Well, Katie, I really appreciate your time. I know with, with four kids and building the business, I know exactly how that is. And, and I know that it's, it's time blocking. And so it's been fun going back and forth and getting this. Rob, you should, you should see me right now. I'm outside of my, my daughter's gymnastics. She's like, are you going to come in? And I'm like, well, I have a meeting from 630 to 7. So I'll be in from 7 to 8. She's like, okay. So as soon as we get off here, I'm going into gymnastics practice. <laughs> trust me, I've done so many different meetings and trainings, even my challenges now. I think my last 10 times challenge, I was doing it and I used to freak out like it's got to be so professional and this and that. And I'm like, you know what? People love that you are who you are and you're living the brand, right? You're living the, the lifestyle. And so I ran the last 10 times legend challenge and then my wife wanted to go down drive to St. George, Utah, which is close to Zion and the kids do a tennis tournament. So I did probably four trainings in the car outside of the kids tennis matches and did the same thing I told them. So I think sometimes we just take everything just so seriously and, and freak out and eventually realize it's not that big of a deal. And actually I think helps build your business because people see you can actually live your life and be a real person and, and make things happen and live your life on your own terms. So Katie, I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. Go watch your daughter. Go cheer her on. Tell her we all say hello, and we appreciate the fact that you made time for us. I know everyone found a ton of value. As I always say, go find one thing from this podcast, from this training, that you're going to actually go implement into your lives and into your business. Don't just say, oh, that was great. What makes that's, This was good. What makes it great is you implementing and making it happen. So thank you so much, Katie. Thank you so much for having me, Rob. I look forward to connecting with you in the future. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to my podcast. If you're loving the podcast, make sure you go smash that subscribe button so you don't miss any of the latest and greatest podcasts. And as always, please go leave a five-star raving review. And then the last thing I always want to mention to all that listen to podcasts is if you go to www.robsperry.com, I have tons of free content there to help you out to build your network marketing business.